0: The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. The problem is, he does exist. And the devil in this situation is censorship. Censorship on a level that most people cannot comprehend until they experience it themselves. I've experienced it now over the last week, and I want to address it. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into, you're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. America emboldened. Great, I feel emboldened. You don't know the Founding Fathers. You don't know what they do. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. As always, head over to americaoutloud.news, where you can check out all of my colleagues' work and find out the latest stories from some brilliant minds. You can also check out the America Out Loud talk radio network, available on all of your favorite app store devices that you use, and check out all the podcasts like myself that are available there. Well, I've had some absolutely stellar shows this week. We had Joe Soule yesterday talking about the broken mirror, and we had Dr. Mackis, who is an oncologist and radiologist on Tuesday, talking about his connections and research into this cancer that's accelerating to stage four cancer and what's behind it. Studying long COVID, studying the vaccine, trying to come up with some answers, perhaps it looks like it might be a mixture of both the spike proteins looking highly toxic, but that's not what I want to talk about today. Today. I don't have a guest. You're stuck with me and I want to address censorship. As you heard that line at the very beginning of today's show, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world. He didn't exist. Well, what are the things that people have convinced you doesn't exist? I mean, The word conspiracy theory at this point is really a joke. When you look at all the things that were labeled conspiracy theories that have come true over just the last 20 years, the list is absolutely unending, but they get labeled this way in order to discredit it. Then we have situations like Matt Taibbi going out with the Twitter files and showing you that our FBI was working on behalf of political campaigns and censoring voices on social media. We don't have files for Facebook, but I would bet uh, all my money that Facebook had the exact same department that Twitter had, and they were operating on the metaverse, whether that's Instagram, whether that's Facebook, that all social media platforms are being censored in a way, shape, or form by big tech companies and government leaders, not just here in the United States, but globally. But that was even a conspiracy. People looked at the evidence that Matt Taibbi put out, they looked at the documents, and they tried to make it partisan politics. And it wasn't about partisan politics. It was about the fabric of the fact that your government can censor your First Amendment speech without you knowing and you would be deamplified. You would drop from search suggestions. And even when I experienced this story and I looked at the story, it still seemed foreign to me as the host of a podcast that goes national. I have a built in audience through the America Out Loud Network, but my show makes it to many other people because I have guests on or I cover topics that are of interest, and so they oftentimes will pick up. But what I don't have. Is a Twitter following. I don't have a large Twitter following because, quite honestly, I was never on Twitter until about a year ago when the show launched. The network said to me, you know, it would probably be wise for you to have your social medias up and running uh, so that way you can help promote your shows. And so I begrudgingly started a Twitter account. That Twitter account sat at about, I don't know, a thousand followers for the first six months. I made it up to about 2,300 followers. After the next six months to get to where I am now. Except there was something that happened that you probably already know about a week and a half ago. I broke a story on Twitter and I was the first to break the story. I'm not sharing the story over again because I told everybody I'm done with it. But I have experienced massive censorship and I've experienced a massive revision of the information that I put out there and the way other people plagiarized, grifted and stole my work on top of the fact that my work has been hidden from so many individuals. And so when we talk about the greatest trick, the devil ever pulled is making you think they don't exist. Well, what if you didn't know that I existed and the work that I did? Well, that is the reality for most Americans. Now, if you're listening to the show, obviously I understand. You know exactly who Greg Bolden is. You're you're here, so by that mere fact, you get it, you got it, good. But for everybody else that's typing in on a search on Twitter, Greg Bolden that doesn't follow me, are you aware that after I had 5.3 million people within 48 hours look at that post that the water just turned off? And when you type in my name now, The check mark is not coming up for most people. Are you aware that I have reporters that have contacted me from the BBC, from the Washington Post, from the Washington Examiner? I have people that I've talked to on these platforms. And some of these reporters are telling me that when they tried to interact with me from their official reporter and journalism accounts, that they too got locked from being able to access me. They were unable to follow me. I have people that sent me messages. I don't know why, but I tried to follow you after I read this, and it won't let me follow you. I don't know. I have no idea why that's happening to individuals. But it is. Now, I have a theory that was given to me by a journalist that I do not want to name, but they were a mainstream journalist that reached out to me. And they said to me, Greg, some of the stuff that I experienced when trying to contact you and search you Do you have a large uh, Google presence? Like, if people Google your name, will things come up? And I said, Absolutely. You know, I've done a ton of different work over the years. I am very confident you're going to find, you know, my show. And he goes, Well, that's the curious thing. I typed in your name and I didn't see your show. There's no mention of the America Out Loud Network. And so I went and I looked, and lo and behold, he is correct. When you searched my name, American Bolden or Greg Bolden, you might get my website, but there was nothing at that time from the America Out Loud Network. Not only that, but this individual told me, look, uh, I believe at this point in time, you should just understand that your communications are all being monitored. Uh, we should move this conversation from the telephone over to something more secure. And so I heard that and I was like, normally I hear these type of things on television, you know, like the the listening. And my wife and I, we joked around about it after that phone call because we're like, we have devices in our home that I'm sure can listen to us. They're going to hear really boring conversations, uh, really about the Philadelphia Phillies. They're going to hear about some sports stuff. They're going to hear a lot about soccer because we're a soccer household. And they'll learn that I'm pretty boring rather quickly. But I also discovered that my wife was kind of like, yeah, well, I kind of just already assumed that was happening. I'm surprised you weren't already there. Now I had spoken to a colleague before uh, about eight months ago and he asked me if I had a burner phone. (laughs) I said, no, I don't have a burner phone. He goes, well, you're calling mine right now. I was like, "Uh, uh, do I need one? He's like, yeah, in this line of work, what you're doing. Absolutely. Alternative media. You need to be careful about who's listening. So color me naive Color me as somebody who didn't see behind the curtain because I believe the devil did make me believe the devil didn't exist, that this was a Hollywood thing, that this is something that doesn't happen. But now I've seen it. Can you explain to me? And I'm just going to give you some facts here of things that I've experienced. Can you explain to me when I make a post and within the first 48 hours, it gets 52 million views and then the next day it only gets roughly about 50,000 did all of a sudden everybody on Twitter lose interest Did they move on that is possible but at 5.3 million which is where it stands now I've only had about a hundred thousand over the next eight nine days at a hundred thousand over the next eight nine days let me explain ask all those people that shared the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands that shared that story, all the media that picked up that story afterwards and ran their own versions of it. You mean the tummy that another like million people didn't see it. Okay. That to me looks like my account was deamplified. It was throttled from appearing in people's timelines. So then I spoke with some friends that follow me and I talk to regularly and they said, well, actually, Greg, it's really interesting you said that because I noticed that, yeah, you weren't appearing on my feed. I had to search you out in order to see your post. Interesting. I pay for a blue check mark, Elon. You know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in order to have equal First Amendment rights and free speech. So what did I do? Whose toes did I step on? Well, here's what I did. I made people around the world aware that you are being manipulated by influencers and fake accounts in order to create false outrage, dissension among the ranks, and possible election interference. And I expose the fact that this is a tool that's been used now for quite some time and it just wasn't out there in public. That's what I'm guilty of. I'm guilty of giving you all the truth I'm guilty in the eyes of the tech world, the tech gods, of pulling back the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, right? talking Wizard of Oz here. Well, guess what? I exposed the man behind the curtain and the emperor had no clothes. So what do they do? They quickly throttle my account, my uh, show that you're listening to right now. You're among close to 100,000 people that listen to this network's podcast and my show. I have anywhere on a given day from, depending on the topic, anywhere from 10,000 in one day all the way up to 200,000 that will listen to a show. It's made my show nationally ranked in the politics world. I rank about 200 to 250 on the Apple podcast platform where I have my own individual uh, podcast outside the America Out Loud network, which is in the top 0.05% of all podcasts in the entire world. We are large. Our shows have reach. Dr. Peter McCullough, Malcolm Out Loud, we're talking about shows that are reaching millions each week. My show has that reach. Why am I obsessing over this? Because when we're talking about censorship and what people don't believe exist or that it's conspiracy theory, I watched this week as Apple podcast, I fell completely out of the ranks. You mean to tell me 5.2 million people find out my name. I get 4,000. Oh, we can get into followers in a second, but I have 5.2 million people that find out who I am. They're interacting with me. They're talking to me. I'm getting private message after private message. I'm trying to respond to people that are asking credible questions. Uh, There's a lot of people that I just deleted. I'm not going to lie. I did so because they were a little bit nutty and I wasn't sure uh, who I was talking to. Um, But yeah, you mean to tell me the the week that I break the biggest story in the news cycle on July 3rd, that that week I fall out of the top 250, the top 300 in Apple podcast. Meanwhile, my numbers are going up. More people are listening to the show. So what don't they want you to hear? And yes, I'm using the word day because this has got to be linked to the tech industry at this point in time. This has got to be linked possibly to an alphabet agency at this point in time. Now, I'm not trying to expose everything. I'm not trying to dig deep. I told people I'm done with the story that I exposed. Absolutely. There's other people that are running with it. Great. I had my small little impact on the national dialogue. But here's what else I noticed. As I watched The Hill, The Washington Post, and all these other people putting up their YouTube clips, The Hill had a really great conversation. It was kind of funny because they gave credit to the Washington Post for outing the fact this was a uh, a fake account. Not Greg Bolden. Nope. The Washington Post apparently was the one that outed it was a fake account. Uh, I'm sorry, but I got the receipts. I got the timestamps and everything else to prove that I was first. Why do I care about that? I really don't. I really don't in the larger scheme. I don't do this show for uh, the followers. Or likes. I do this in pursuit of truth. And because I believe that my show is a representation of your voice. I'm you. I'm the guy who doesn't believe the government is always looking out for you. I believe that our politicians are corrupt. I'm the guy that thinks corporations are not looking out for us. And so you need somebody to watch the corporations. I'm the guy who doesn't think that big pharma is altruistically good. And therefore we need to question things whenever they say everybody has to be vaccinated or this needs to be mandated on a public health policy. I'm the guy who simply asks questions and I'm hoping that that resonates with you, the audience. And maybe you're not the type of person that has this time or has the, um, the really dedication to do what I do. So I'm giving you voice that person that's sitting there listening to me being like, yeah, Greg, I agree with this. Right. We're trying to give a voice to a larger audience and amplify that so that people that think like us, the bold Americans here, we are represented, but it is a sham system that we're playing in. We come back. I'm going to talk about that sham system a little bit more. We're going to talk about the follower count and how that got throttled. And then you tell me where you think things fall in. And whether you agree with my assessment or am I being absolutely completely out there and this is all just uh, relative to what I experienced. All right, everybody, make sure you go over to americaoutloud.news where you can visit all of our sponsors. They help keep the lights on here at the show. And also go over to AmericaEmbolton.com where you can support my show. And I'm going to talk a little bit about more of that on the flip side as well. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. Well, the Out Loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula With the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CoFixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off. Welcome back, Bold American, second half of the show here. Let's get straight back into the conversation that we're having today, which is the greatest trick censorship ever pulled was making you think it did not exist. Oh my, does it exist? And oh my, am I in it right now? You know, if it wasn't for uh, yesterday, I'm not sure that I would have seen this as clearly as I do. Yesterday, uh, it was Dr. Peter McCulloch. He wanted to share my work with Dr. Mackis. And he was unable to tag me in the post. Now let's just put that in perspective once more. I paid the fee for a verified account. It's my work that people are listening to. It's the show that I produced right here in my office with the Canadian doctor interviewing him. But yet for whatever reason, because I've upset the tech world, I'm not able to be tagged consistently in work. Not only that, but I also noticed that my domain, AmericaEmboldened.com, had a very strange message to me right after this whole censorship seemed to be turned on for me. See, I was interviewing a potential guest, and he had said to me, he goes, hey, I'll give you a phone call. Uh, Send me your phone number. So I emailed back my phone number, and about an hour later, I got this rejected send message from my email, but I'm a tech guy. I'm a gen X individual born in the seventies, growing up on that hybrid of before there was the internet and now living with the internet. I'm one of the more dangerous people likely when it comes to understanding both sides of the world. I have not seen a message the way this came through on my domain. And immediately I was like, huh, I think my domain's under attack. I think that things aren't exactly as they seem now about eight hours later, that message went through to my guest and they got in They're like, Hey, I'll, I'll call you back. But that went back to what another reporter told me of be mindful that probably all your communications are being watched at this point in time. Did somebody go into America emboldened.com is somebody throttling that? Well, It seems like it's working okay, but my numbers are down as far as people that go there to listen to shows. And I can see that I uh, correlated at the exact same time that my Twitter was deamplified. Not just that, but my TikTok. I am Greg Emboldened on TikTok. They removed videos as misinformation. What video did they move? Well, I used the word chemtrail on one of the videos, and apparently you can't say that word On TikTok, you're only allowed to call it the uh, government approved language, which is solar geoengineering. If you call it solar geoengineering, then you're perfectly fine to have that video up. But if you use that nasty word chemtrails, it's like, you know, using one of the six words that you can't say on television, according to George Carlin. (laughs) Apparently, I went too far. Now, let's look at another part. I went on to uh, Viva's show. Uh, Viva Frey, and he invited me on about a little over a week ago. Now, his show has quite a large following as well. And I said on the show, I have no interest in being an influencer. I just want to make good content, do good interviews, and meet lots of awesome people and tell their stories. Maybe sometimes I won't meet awesome people, but I'll hold their feet to the fire and get some clarification on what's going on. That's what I hope to do. If people find that follow-worthy, Go right ahead and follow along, but I'm not asking for follows. That's not who I am. And But at the same time, there was part of me that was watching my phone blow up about a follow every minute to two follows every minute for the course of 24 hours. And I was like, wow, I'll probably wind up with a good amount of followers. Guess what? Even Viva, he's like, you know what? I think by the end of this, you'll probably have over 10,000 pretty easily. Well, I gained 4,200. That was it. 4,200 out of 5.3 million people. I have a uh, journalist, very high profile, congratulating me on a job well done, putting that out there. I have people that have been on Fox congratulating me, saying, great work. But that did not translate the follows. That didn't translate the follows because of what I found out later was that people were blocked from being able to follow me. I was limited on how fast follows could come in. So apparently, I'm a dangerous guy. I didn't realize how dangerous I was. That this message needed to be throttled, so apparently it also needed to be repackaged. Now the message that I gave out was likely a bit too blunt for the common person. So it was interesting to me when all of a sudden people that have just started following me start sending me, "Hey, did you see this?" And the Hill, uh, the Hill has a show with uh, Bria Joy Gray and Robbie Suave, and they discuss the suspension of Erica Marsh's Twitter account. You know, they give this credit to the Washington Post. You know what never comes up at any point in time? My name. Now, I'm not upset by that, Hill. So if you're getting passed along my show about this, I'm not upset whatsoever. What I am upset about is you took my talking points from my post, and you made an 11-minute segment out of it and made money off of it. You know how much money I've made off my show? Nothing off that episode whatsoever. Actually, that might be a lie. I think somebody donated uh, $10. They bought me a cup of coffee through my website. Which, you know what? Now is a good time. I'm going to tell you, if you believe in my show, you believe in removing the censorship, you believe in the message, the interviews, go to AmericaEmboldened.com and buy me a cup of coffee on my website. There's a link right there. You can give as much as you want or as little as you can. Whatever works for you, I won't ask. But you know what? I'm at the point now where I understand I do need your financial support. I need your financial support because I realize I'm up against something much larger than I realized before. The naiveness is off. The boxing gloves are now on. I need to make sure that I understand that I'm in a ring. And at any time I can be attacked and the enemy is very difficult to recognize So I could use your financial donation in order to make sure I'm always prepared for whatever is to come in the future. So I do think that that's really important. Now, here's the problem with the Hill. Here's the reason why I wanted to say it. Somebody put in the comments on YouTube. They said, let's start with getting the media to tell the actual truth and then move on to getting more truth in social media. That is the number one comment. And I want to give, uh, it's a crock holiday He's the one that put that comment in there because he's absolutely correct. What I was trying to do was tell you something that everybody already knew in their hearts, but tell you something that could be shown with AI that's, you know, here's these three smiles. Here's the digital manipulation of the image. Here's the basis of where it could possibly be farmed from. I wanted to unearth that because no one else was willing to put that out there. Once I did, they had to. So they had this conversation on the Hill about, you know, what are the implications of this? Well, it could just make people mad. You know what they didn't have a conversation about? They didn't have a conversation about whether the RNC or the DNC would pay for something like this. They tried to make this a uh, partisan issue. It's a bipartisan issue. It's an American issue. This should not be an issue that separates us based upon our political ideologies. It should be an issue that ignites you Because you realize that you've been being spoon-fed a bunch of BS in order to manipulate you, and you fell for it. And yes, bold Americans, many of us have fallen for it. I catch myself all the time looking at these trolls, these bait trolls, that sit there and they post things to get a reaction. And it's on purpose. They know who they are. I'm not going to start naming them by names. I could. I got the receipts but they know who they are. They, they post videos in order to see if you'll respond to the videos so they get more views. They post shocking type of comments just to make sure that you stay engaged. And I'm not down for that. I'm not down for the shock jock value of doing things just for the views or from manipulating you. I want you to be aware of what is truth. And what I found is you cannot trust the mainstream media at all, period. And let me explain. If the mainstream media is willing to lift something from Twitter, lift a story and give no credit to the original author. If the mainstream media is going to repackage that exact same story and tie it into a, a neat little bow and call it theirs, then they're not being honest with you. And if they're doing that the Greg Bolden, Who the hell else are they doing that to? How many of the stories that you get each and every single day have been sanitized for your listening enjoyment in order to continue to manipulate you the way the hill sanitized and manipulated that story? On rising. That's what I want you to pay attention to. You've heard the term for a long time, fake news. You've heard the terms for a long time, about the different media companies that all say the same thing. You know, you've probably seen the uh, the videos where all the news anchors, it was a, a conservative at the time news agency that was doing that. Uh, it was our greatest responsibility, right? Or while it is extremely dangerous to our democracy, they were using that word, even though we're a constitutional republic, uh, it gets on my nerves every single time. But all these media companies are doing the exact same thing. They're reporting the same words because the people at the top that have their talking points are sanitizing the stories in order for you to get the information. And the conservative Sinclair Broadcasting Group was the first group that was outed publicly. It showed their CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox affiliates all saying the exact same words. So if you want to go there, Google in Sinclair uh, broadcast group, and then you'll see the anchors all giving the same fake news stories. That's scary, but don't even think for a moment. That's not happening on the liberal side as well, because it is the talking points and manipulation of language of which is being used is all there to manipulate you. Now imagine social media. Well, you don't have to imagine this. This is really happening. These same individuals are purchasing people to post on social media to continue that narrative and get follows and using pictures of pretty people, right? That, that individual was a, a nice looking blonde. I think that's the reason why that account really caught people by surprise. But they're going to use your uh, senses in order to make you sense less, that's right, they're using your senses to take away your ability to sense what is true around you. This is propaganda. You can look at the Munt Act that Obama signed, which basically, in a sense, reinstituted the legalization of propaganda. Now, I didn't make it a carte blanche. I know you can fact check me on that, that's fine, but you'll see where I'm going with that. The penalties are lessened now. And perhaps what we're seeing is the fact that our media companies and those that own them and big tech companies are all colluding in order to give us a common message. That's not a conspiracy either. It's true. So I hope that at this point in time, if you followed the show, you followed the theme of today's show, starting with the usual suspects. And instead of the devil, we're we're talking about censorship. I'm going to say that line one more time. The greatest trick censorship ever pulled was making you think it did not exist. Here's the facts of the matter. I've been deamplified, I've been throttled. The numbers have completely disappeared and can only have happened in a world where there is an algorithm and a program in place that can turn off the views on Twitter. Not only that, LinkedIn been censored, TikTok misinformation, the fact that I'm actually quoting Biden administration documents. When did this happen? Within 48 hours after my story broke. I've also watched as a lot of people are following uh high follower accounts that have plagiarized other people's c- content and continue to tell those individuals that they wrote it themselves, that this is their original thoughts and take credit for it when that is not happening. And then I've watched the people at the very top do the exact same thing. It's revisionist history, and we're all complacent because we believe it doesn't exist, but it does. I don't know how you get a mass awakening. I don't even know how you fight something that controls your television programming, controls your radio channels. The only thing it really doesn't control at this point is the alternative media. But even the alternative media... There are those in the alternative media that also still seek to influence and manipulate you for their own gains. I'm going to be completely blunt about what I've seen in that as well. That goes back to the individual who told me, "Don't you dare badmouth Donald Trump, or else your show will lose a hundred thousand listeners right away. You'll never get sponsorships with this." And I'm like, I'm not concerned about whether. Trump people love me. I'm concerned about whether or not I'm reporting things the best of my ability and reporting them the way the average person sees them. That's all I care about. If people believe in that, they'll start to support my show. And so I guess the takeaway from all of this for you all is hey, I'm letting you know it's the end of the usual suspects. Kaiser Sose is walking away, his foot has turned. He's walking normal. And we now know the devil was right in front of us the entire time. Big tech could be Google, could be Twitter, Facebook, Zuckerberg. It can be part of the alphabet agencies. You name them. I don't know when their foot is going to turn in front of us and we're going to see it. But at least I recognize that they didn't actually have a limp. And I'm pointing out the limp to you in the way that they're limping me on social media. I hope that helps you. How can you help this show grow? Share it, share it through your social medias. Watch to see if it gets throttled. Maybe this show won't perform as well as some of the other content that you repost. Maybe instead of hitting like 10% of your followers, it only hits 1%, 3%. I think you'll be interested to see where my numbers are. And then I'm also wondering, am I on a permanent list Or have I been put in like social media jail for a 30-day period, a one-week period? Will eventually that unlock and people be able to follow me again? Or at that point in time, will people have moved on and they're like, who's this guy? I'm okay with whatever comes my way. But now I know how they play the game and I'm going to play it better. Hope I honored your time well today. I hope you learned something. I'll be back tomorrow with my week wrap-up show. I'm actually not going to be with Chris Michaels tomorrow. I know if you enjoy hearing Chris... Uh, he is on a quick little sabbatical. Uh, I'll tell you about that when he gets back, I'm not going to ruin that for him. And, uh, so it'll just be me wrapping up the week to talk about the stories that matter and the things that we covered. And, uh, we'll go from there. Everybody hope that you have a great rest of your day. And thanks for listening to the show. As always, AmericaEmboldened.com. Go buy me a cup of coffee. If you can help support this message, help fight back against the devil that is censorship. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.